0: What's up, guys? It's your host, Ish, and welcome to the fourth segment of the Ish Can Dish podcast. Going into 2020, I was ready to attack this year with a positive attitude, and hopefully, good things would come my way. Clearly, 2020 hasn't gone in a positive direction. In January, there was the tragic death of Kobe and Gianna Bryant, along with seven other individuals. There was the Australian fires, and now the coronavirus pandemic that has shut down major parts of the world. Was Kobe Bryant the glue that was holding the world together? I'm convinced he was. In today's segment, I'm going to talk about the coronavirus' impact on the NBA and how things could drastically change the future NBA calendar. Today, I'm joined by my medical expert, Vinky Chata, who's hopefully going to give us some insight on how this virus can spread. Thanks for joining me today, Dad.
1: Hi, Ish. How are you? I'm
0: doing well. How are you? I'm doing well. So let's uh, jump into these questions. Uh, I think the first question that a lot of my viewers, including me, want to know is, What are the similarities and differences between coronavirus and the common flu?
1: So, Ishan, the similarities uh, of the coronavirus and the common flu are the symptoms can be identical uh, with cough, fever, muscle and joint aches. The major difference is in its lethality, which means that with coronavirus, because it's a novel virus and the immune system has never seen it before, Unfortunately, there's a subset of patients, probably around 10 or 15% of patients who get the coronavirus, that can lead to severe pneumonia. And that pneumonia can progress to respiratory failure, so your lungs are really having trouble oxygenating the blood. Influenza can also have the same symptoms, but generally it's many fewer patients. So coronavirus and influenza can act identically. You can't tell from listening to the patient. But with the coronavirus, unfortunately, there's a, there's a significant part of the population that can get a severe pneumonia and potentially die from it.
0: Uh, thank you for that, Dad. And I think A question that's really come to my mind after you share that information with us is how is it transmitted? Is it transmitted like the flu? Are there similarities between that or is it totally transmitted differently?
1: It's very similar. It's either from sustained contact um, with someone who's coughing or sneezing, um, you know, 15 minutes of contact. But more likely now, it's from someone who has the disease and may touch a surface or shake hands. And that person who gets touched um, then puts that hand to their face. And, <clears throat> and those, that virus is then transmitted to them. It has a pretty uh, significant transmission rate. And so um, respiratory droplets, but really those droplets can be from a cough or a sneeze. But it can also be from touching um, either a person's hand or another surface that they may have touched, and then that person touching their hand and face.
0: Okay, got it. And you know, I thought it was really interesting how you mentioned touching your face, because I feel like that's just a natural human instinct. And a lot of humans naturally touch their face a lot during the day. So that kind of relates to my next question is, how can you protect yourself from this virus?
1: So the way you protect yourself, obviously we're doing this with social distancing. We're limiting our, our social pool. We're, we are hanging out with, basically, our families these days. So limiting that pool that comes to your home and interacts with you, that's number one. Number two is, if you have an interaction with someone who you suspect, and probably most people you should spe- suspect these days that you don't know, if you have an interaction with them and there's touching, um, Immediately, you should put the sanitizer on, hand sanitizer, or go and wash your hands. So for example, let's say you get a, um, a delivery of food that's brought to your door. After taking the boxes out um, and putting it into your plate, you should go to the sink and wash your hands. So the virus is weak when it comes to soap and water or alcohol-based sanitizers. If you can wash your hands and get that done, the virus will die. And though, so if, like you said, there's a natural tendency to go to your face, even if you go to your face after washing it, the risk of transmission is significantly lower.
0: Okay, thank you for that, Dad. And um, obviously, this virus, if you can contract it, it could become deadly. So, how do you know if you sh- if you should go to the hospital once you contract this virus? Like, what are the telltale signs?
1: So. In most cases, we want everybody who has this virus to stay home because we don't, because it's so transmittable, we don't want those individuals to be exposed to other individuals. So we want you to stay home. So if you have, right, the most common symptoms are fever and cough, maybe sore throat. One thing you should note is that, and this may be a one way it is different from influenza, is it generally does not involve runny nose and congestion. It certainly can, but it's much less common than it is with influenza. So if you have fever and cough and muscle aches and you feel miserable, you still need to stay home. When you start to develop shortness of breath, we get concerned that the virus is now involving your lungs. And that's the time to call your doctor. Does everybody with shortness of breath need to come to the hospital? probably not that's but you need to contact your doctor at that point for sure you certainly can contact your doctor initially to get this advice but most physicians are going to tell you to stay home unless you get to the point of shortness of breath and pain when you take a big deep breath those two in combination suggest lung involvement and suggest that the illness is becoming more severe
0: okay thank you for that dad and I think this is. I think this question is really, really important. Is if someone in your family contracts this virus, what should you do?
1: This is tricky because most. What we found from China data is that most people were getting the virus from household contacts. But if one of your family members is sick, and again the symptoms can be very similar between influenza. Um, corona or even another virus what we want to do in those cases is we want to isolate the patient so if you have another room that person should go in that room and be separated from the rest of the family ideally that room will also have its own bathroom if the patient were to come out um, they should be wearing an n95 mask and the, the interaction should be brief. Now, once that patient feels better, that means you know symptoms resolve and fever gone for three or four days, they can probably come back out and interact with the family in a regular manner because it's likely that that patient is much less infectious then. So s- s- separate room, own bathroom, medical mask when they come on, uh, when they come out, and then when symptoms resolve, if no fever for three days or seven days um, of feeling, and they're feeling better, they can then gen- join the family again. Uh, all of this should be discussed with your with your doctor. There's no question about that.
0: Uh, thank you, Dad, for all that uh, useful information regarding the virus. But now I think I'd like to transition into the NBA and how this coronavirus could have um, an effect on our league and, and especially the future of the league. So um, let's just jump into those questions.
1: Yeah. Well, just one thing before we start with those questions. All of this is just for your medical knowledge. You, if, you have a, if you have a sickness at home, you need to contact your own doctor and that doctor should give you advice. This is just for general knowledge. But let's get to the NBA. Because obviously, the kind of world changed when the NBA um, decided to end their season. That's when all of this really came to a head, and we started with all these quarantines, and school ended for all these kids. But Ish, let's talk about the NBA, because I know you miss it a great deal.
0: Oh, 100%.
1: Yeah. Do you think the playoffs now, if we do get back in June or end of May or mid-May— do you think the playoffs should be shortened to have series maybe only go up to five? Um, or should the NBA stick to the traditional format of seven-game series, even though the season could possibly end very late in the summer? It's a great
0: question, Dad. And I was born in 2002, so let's bring it back to that. So in my opinion, I think that each playoff series should be shortened to five games. And um, this is a really tough decision for me, but last night I was watching a uh, Richard Jefferson's podcast, Road Tripping" with Channing Frye and um, Allie Clifton. And his guest for that week's segment was the second greatest player of all time, LeBron James. And during that interview, LeBron talked about how the league can't just jump right back into the playoffs because nobody's going to be in shape, and this could lead to an increased potential for injury. Furthermore, yeah, I agree with that. Yeah, I 100% agree with him. Furthermore, LeBron and Channing address teams such as Portland, Sacramento, New Orleans, and San Antonio, who are all fighting for the eighth seed. And cutting off the regular season totally screws them over because Memphis is automatically given a playoff spot. Personally, if the NBA resumes this season, I think teams should get at least a week of training camp and they should play at least five exhibition games so that they can they can get back in game shape so that the fans will be able to witness the best players in the world playing at the best of their ability. Because mm-hmm. that's what we all want to see. Therefore, I think series should be shortened so that players will have the time to get back into game shape Without prolonging the season until late September.
1: Late September, wow! You think it would go that late? Yeah.
0: Yeah, 100. I think, but I, like I said, I think the main goal of Adam Silver is to really resume the NBA season because I don't think I don't think any of us really want to see it go to waste. I mean, this has been one of the best seasons in recent memory. You know, with Golden State going down and with Durant, you know, shifting the balance of power and Kawhi coming to LA, it's just been such an exciting season. Um, It would really suck if it would just go to waste because of this virus. But at the end of the day, I think Adam Silver has done a great job handling this virus. And and more importantly, the players are safe. Yes. I mean, these are human beings, you know. So I'm glad that that. all these guys are safe. And Adam Silver has made the right decision so far. Um, We just got to play it by ear now.
1: Yeah, I agree with that. You know, I think that five exhibition games is unlikely. I think that they're going to have to get back into it and maybe play... 10 more games, and then get into the playoffs. Because otherwise, what's going to happen to the next season?
0: That's, good. That's a very good point, yeah.
1: You know, if the if the NBA were to start up in December, then after that, right, do you think they should be they permanently stick to this schedule, or should they play a 50-game schedule for 2020 and 2021, um, and then revert back to the original schedule the following year?
0: Yeah, so like I said, if the NBA were to start up again, I strongly believe that they wouldn't just jump right into the playoffs. I know all these players are incredibly gifted athletically, but they need some time to get the rust off after being isolated in their house for a month with no access to practice facilities or training staff. Um, In my opinion, these players need at least 7-10 to days to get back into game shape so that they'll be able to play at the highest ability come playoff time. The fans want to see the best players in the world playing at their highest ability against the best competition. That's what makes playoff basketball exciting. If the season ends up resuming, the playoffs will mostly, most likely start in June and go into August. As a result, the start of the season could get pushed back, and Commissioner Silver, along with the other owners around the league, believe that the season would start around Christmas time with the Christmas Day games leading the way. But going back to the original question, um, I honestly think they should stick with the schedule that we have in place right now instead of you know, starting the season up in December just because Um, you know, right now with the schedule, they've reduced the number of back-to-backs it's starting in early October, which gives players enough time to rest. And, um, and it's also reducing the amount of load management days. I know Kawhi and James Harden, those guys take load management days, but guys like LeBron who have known to take load management days in the past are not taking it as much anymore because of the reduction in back-to-back games. So I think honestly that they should play 50 games for the 2020, 2021 season and then revert back to the original schedule because... Like my AAU basketball coach once said, if it ain't broke, don't fix it.
1: Wow. Yeah, so you're saying, they just to, I want to get this right, so you think if they start again, it'll start in early June, and you want them to have 10 days of kind of practice get built up, then how many games would you want them to play?
0: Well, you know, I was actually, like I said in the podcast, LeBron was um, talking about this situation, and he said that, Um, you know, the teams that are locked in the playoff spot shouldn't really should just play like five to six regular season games. But he said that the teams that are fighting for like the eighth seed, they should all play each other in like back to back games. So that not only will that make everything like super exciting, but it will just it makes everything fair for all those teams that are fighting for the eighth seed in the West. Oh, I like so I that think, idea. I think that'd be a great idea. I thought that was yeah. a great idea by LeBron. I mean, MJ would have came up with a better idea. Oh, but, wow, um, wow! But that was really a great idea by LeBron. I and do. I agree. And with I think that. it's a little impractical, but I think Adam Silver definitely has done a good job with hearing, uh, you know, the voices of his players. You know, changing the All Star game format and everything. So I honestly wouldn't be surprised if LeBron and Silver end up coming into contact, and because this is a really Great idea that him and
1: RJ have come up with. So I think that's a really good idea. So let's say they start June first. They have a week of training camp. You, that's what you would want. Then they're gonna play ten more games. You'd say
0: I would say five to ten more games. And LeBron actually wanted before the playoffs before the playoffs. Yes, and LeBron actually wanted two weeks Mm -hmm. of training camp to really get his mind right. You know, two
1: weeks of training camp, ten games over seventeen days or something. So that would take you to early July, yeah, and then five game series. So it'd be there'll be four or five game series, including the yeah. championship. Yes, and that's going to take you into probably end of August
0: or early September, or early September, September, depending on how yeah. the series goes.
1: And then you give them two more months off, and then restart the regular season. Yeah, and then I
0: think after that season they revert back to. The I love that. Schedule.
1: I think that's a great idea. Yeah, I, I, I definitely think
0: that's, a, great think that's a good idea as well. Um, so. Guys, that was so fun, you know, talking about the NBA, and thank you, Dad, for coming on the segment today and sharing with us uh, the not only not only how the NBA is going to impact the or how the coronavirus impacts the NBA, but more importantly, you gave us information on how to tackle this coronavirus. So thank you so much for that.
1: Yeah, I think what you know, shutting down is really the only way to attack this right now, and you know, it's going to take a total. We're already into week three of our quarantine. I think at least six to seven weeks of a quarantine, um, which would bring us into early May, and then we can start thinking, looking at the data. But I'm hoping that sometime in mid-May, things get back to normal, um, and then we can resume our lives. But until then, everyone needs to be smart, not just in LA or Chicago or Detroit, all across the country, because we have to do this together and do it once and do it right. And then, you know, I know a lot of people are struggling with the economy, but if we have to do this again, the economy will really be devastated. So I think that it's nice that a lot of people will be getting money, but the most important thing here is safety for all.
0: I 100% agree with you, Dad. The only way we're really going to be able to beat this virus is by coming together as a nation and uniting as one. We can... We can defeat this virus by all participating in social distancing and taking the correct precautions to protect us from this virus. Once again, Dad, thank you so much for coming on to the segment today. Thanks, Ish. Uh, Have a great rest of your weekend, guys, and wash your hands.